Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. Wow, what a weekend. I ended up doing a show on Saturday and a show on Sunday, so it was two shows this weekend. Um, I did a show Saturday uh, in Enfield, Connecticut, 45 minutes north of me. And as talked about last week, I did the Mount Kisco show uh, in Mount Kisco, New York, which is 45 minutes southwest of me. So both shows, two different directions, 45 minutes away. Uh, And these shows for me couldn't have been any more different. Complete opposites. Um, I got a call from my good friend, Rob, sports car therapist on Friday, asking me if I wanted a road trip to the Enfield show Saturday morning, uh, we had talked about it at one point and both had something going on during the day on Saturday. So I just thought we wouldn't be making it. Um, but he called the promoter, uh, Alex at ideal cards and asked, Hey, can we get in a little early? We got to get in early and get out early. We can't hang around. Uh, and he said, yeah, no problem. And, uh, so we got there. Uh, he picked me up like 7.15 Saturday morning, uh, 45 minutes. We got there an hour before the show was going to start. Now, even though it was an hour before, uh, all the dealers were there. And me as a dealer, I like to get there a couple hours before the show. I like to be set up and ready to go an hour before showtime. It gives me some time right, to walk around and you know talk to people and check you know, maybe do some shopping, just check people's cases, things like that. Um, and it was the same here, you know, when we got, when I, we got there, I mean, all the dealers were there, they were setting up. Um, and I know probably 75, 80% of the dealers there. Uh, and I just know them from attending the shows, um, seeing each other at shows, things like that, just being in the hobby. Um, so first person I run into there, I saw, saw my guy, Sean, uh, at Sabres Hockey 22. Uh, we talked for a bit, and, you know, he pointed out one of his friends was uh, had just moved there from Kansas. I uh, was just setting up for the first time. Um, and you know what that means at a small show, right? First first, first time somebody's setting up, uh, the sharks are circling, right? They're starting to circle. Uh, so I went right over there because I, I knew, I mean, if there was going to be a good deal to be had, it was going to go probably before the show ever opened. So, uh, yeah, I bopped on over uh, and it was all singles cards, but he had just opened up uh, a complete set of the 2021 Don Russ football, um, the uh, the gold press proof cards. Uh, and of course, immediately, you know, I grabbed the uh, Lawrence Fields, Mac Jones, Micah Parsons, probably the more valuable of the uh, of the uh, the ones there that, you know, that that there were there were some missing already. Some people had already shopped 
but I saw those and I grabbed those. Um, and and what a great start, right? I've only been here a few minutes. I already grabbed some uh, really great cards that were just pack pulled and you know uh, penny sleeved and top loaded, you know, and gradable condition, which is probably out of everything I just said the most the most important part of that. Um, so I was able to pick those up. Uh, from there, I saw my guy Mike uh, at J underscore. Uh, and underscore M underscore sports cards. Uh, I've done a few deals with him uh, and he generally, he has some graded cards, but mostly raw cards too. Um, but it just seems like every time I run into this guy and I know, and, and this is what happens to us. It shows, right? We know what we're going to expect at people's, at people's tables. Right. Uh, and here's a guy, he just, he just has these, you know, these great cards that are all, he doesn't grade anything. So they're all raw. And, and I know you take your chance getting them. I'm really not a guy that rushes out to buy raw cards, but you know, I know this show. I always talk about know the show and I know, you know, I, I may find some, um, you know, some good graded cards, but there is a lot of raw cards at this, at this show. Uh, so from him, I picked up a Desmond Ritter, uh, orange cracked ice, uh, Justin Fields and Jamar Chase, uh, orange laser and uh, Justin Fields emergent, that prism emergent green cracked ice. So again, just some some nice cards, you know that that I can, uh, you know I do the best I can looking at them while I'm there, and then I get home and I've got you know a big magnifying glass I get underneath and really get a good look at these cards, um, and. The price you pay on the raw cards if you get home and find out, hey, it's not gradable. You know, it's not the end of the world, right? Um, drop them in a one touch and 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 you put them out. Like for me, you put them out on the table. Uh, and and there are other people that will say, oh, this little dimple, I can take care of that. That little thing on the corner, oh, I could just do, you know, rub that out or whatever. Uh, that's not something I get involved in. So you know, have at it. And I look at it. And a lot of times people will say to me is, you know, pick up the card. Can I open it up? And if I know it's got a dimple or a ding or something, I'll say right away, I'll say, oh, there's, you know, whatever on the back, on the corner, on the side, you know, just give them a heads up and I'll price it accordingly. Uh, you know, if you're a listener of the show, you know, I usually don't buy raw. But I'm putting an order together for PSA. And I thought to myself, and you know, you go to a show and here's another thing. And we all do this where it's all part of the hobby, right? We go to a show, you know, we hate to leave empty handed. So, you know, if they're, if we're not finding what we're looking for, we'll find something that we can pick up and bring home that we would be happy about, or the price was right, or, you know, just make the trip worthwhile. So uh, yeah, I'm putting together an order for PSA. So, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, picking up some of these raw cards to add to that order. Um, and even when I got home after further review of all the cards, all but one of the cards, uh, was not, was not going to be gradable. So it, it almost felt like a no brainer. Um, you know, I walked around this show, uh, cash heavy, uh, hoping to find, uh, you know, some cards that fit the bill to put, uh, in my net, you know, the national box only. And I didn't find anything at the show, nothing that really I felt was worthwhile for me to, to per what I'm looking for, 
right? So I'm going in there looking for football, and there just wasn't a lot of graded football at this show. There's great cards at this show, but just not the things I was looking for. Uh, you know, after a couple uh, turns around the uh, the room, uh, I met up with my guy Rob. He was digging through a dollar box, uh, and he had a huge stack of cards in front of him. And I said, oh, what's going on, kid? And he said, dude, gold mine. So I looked back at the boxes and every card and every box was a dollar. You know, I said, okay, you know, uh, I'm buying raw cards, but, you know, digging through dollar boxes is really not what I like to do. It's not my idea of fun at the show. But while I was standing there, I grabbed a stack and I started, you know, going through probably three or four cards in. I saw some 1977 Star Wars cards in there. And I was like, well, this is pretty cool for a buck. I'll throw those aside. I mean, I know they're probably, you know, on eBay, like two, three, four dollars, something like that. Um, so I threw them aside and kept going through. Uh, and then I found some WNBA cards. I found some Lisa Leslie rookies, some Jennifer Rosati rookies. And I'm like, oh, I mean, this is not that bad, right? Uh, for a buck? Yeah, I'll take these two. And then some 2020 and some 2021 uh, football, you know, rookie QBs. I'm like, all right, so I'll keep going through the box. So, you know, the next thing you know, I turn my Zion case over and I'm having a seat in front of the table and I'm going through, you know, I, I, it probably would have been funnier if someone took a picture of it, right? And, and sent it to me because I'm the one on ta all the always talking on here saying, yeah, I don't go through dollar boxes. I don't do any of this stuff, but yeah, there was definitely value in there. And I'm not saying there's, I don't find value in there. Cause it seems like every time I start digging in a dollar box, I find value, but it's, it's value that comes with work. Right. So, uh, in this case, it was value that came with cards that'll be in my PC, all these WNBA cards I picked up. Um, I'm definitely going to hold on to these star Wars cards just because I just think they're cool. And I was a fan of star Wars when I was a kid. Um, and there was a bunch of other stuff, uh, you know, at the end, I ended up collecting 31 cards that I, I paid for a dollar each. I didn't even ask for a discount because I, every card I picked out of there, I knew was, was at least $3, if not better. Uh, and some of those WNBA cards, they were from 1994 and they were in really good condition, um, and graded, they go for a whole lot more if they grade well. So yeah, I was pretty excited about just finding, you know, that little treasure in that box. Um, so at the end of the day, here's a show I ended up with that I, if you told me when I was going there, I was going to buy raw cards. I would have said, nah, I'm, you know, maybe, maybe if I see something that's really worthwhile. Um, and I ended up leaving that show with about 45, 46 raw cards. Uh, and no graded cards at all. Uh, I spent like $140 uh, at the show. Um, and I got some cards that I'm going to add to my PSA order. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, it was, it was great to see friends, right? Just great to be part of the hobby. It's great to be out looking at cards. And and yeah, I think we, we, I, we, I, we were home by like 1030. You know, still had plenty of time to do what I had to do the rest of the day. Um, yeah, and that was it. We just headed home from that one. And, you know, it's 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 always funny. And I, we do this at all the shows. 
right? If you ride with somebody and this is why it's kind of cool to ride with somebody because you get to like decompress when you hop back in the car and you talk about all your pickups, like, oh, I got this, I got that. And of course I'm in the passenger seat on this one. I'm able, I'm starting to look up some comps on my phone and things like that. And it's just, just kind of cool. It's, it's, it's just makes for, 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 for a great little trip. Uh, on Sunday, as planned, I went to the Mount Kisco show. Uh, my guy Jordan at Zips Cards. Uh, we had we had I if you remember last week, I went to the Shriner show uh, with him, and uh, we had talked about doing this uh, Mount Kisco show this Sunday. So he drove to my house, uh, got here Sunday morning, like eight o'clock, hopped in my car, and we drove down to Mount Kisco again, forty five minutes away. Um, we got down there around nine. You know, right when the doors open, uh, headed into the show. And I've kind of talked this show up a little bit, um, you know, to anybody I talk to. Because this is my fourth time going to this show in Mount Kisco. They only hold it every few, I think it's every three months. I could be wrong. I know it's not, I know it's not every month, but it's every, either every two months or every three months. Uh, I love the show. I always leave. I, I always know there's a Dunkin' Donuts right when you leave that show. And I usually pull in there, get a coffee, and I take some pictures of, of all the cards that I that I picked, you know, that I picked up at the show. And and it's just I'm I'm billing this as a great show. It's always been a great show for me, a great show to pick up cards at. Uh, and it's usually busy. It's a small venue, it's a small room, small show, but it's usually really busy. And there's you know, they, they get a lot of dealers in there with a lot of quality cards in there, you know, so I've talked this show up and, uh, we get there, we walk in and half the dealers weren't even set up yet. I was looking around. I'm like, didn't it start at nine? And they're like, yeah, uh, some of the tables were empty. Maybe just like a couple of Zion boxes just sitting on it. was just waiting for the dealers to set up. I was like, oh, no, what's going on? You know, and I said to one of the first dealers, I said, man, it looks like everybody slept in. He said, no, this time of year, it doesn't really get busy till noon. People just kind of show up at nine and, you know, get their stuff out there. You know, there were some people completely set up like that would have been where I, I would have been one of those people completely set up an hour before. But, you know, to each his own. And and I said, oh, you know, it's it took a couple laps around until, you know, everybody was really kind of set up before you really started to see what, what was out there. But I saw my guy, uh, Hank, uh, at Hank's underscore sports underscore cards, uh, see Hank at a lot of the bigger shows. He shows up with his mom, uh, really, really nice kid. Um, and he was actually, I was surprised he was actually set up here. He's from the Albany area, but he drove down and set up. He said he had, uh, you know, nothing going on for the day. So he thought he'd come down and set up. So uh, he looked like he was doing well. You know, he's got a lot of great cards in his cases. Uh, I ended up making my, you know, my first purchase. I, I I know it wasn't his first deal, even though I was there at nine o'clock. He'd already sold a few cards, but it was my first purchase of the day with him. Uh, I bought a Joe Burrow a Green Prism PSA 9, uh, a rookie, and uh you just hold that up if you're on YouTube. You have a look at that. Just a nice card. I've owned this same card a number of times, and I've sold it a number of times. So I don't mind owning it. I don't mind buying it again because I know it's kind of a card that's that's liquid. It, it'll sell pretty quick. Uh, from him, I moved on to my man, Frank. And uh, Frank and I have done a few big deals over the last couple of years. And today was another day we were going to get a big deal done. Um, we both kind of collect, 
we have an eye for the same thing. So we like a lot of the, the, you know, the shiny football, I should say, you know, we both like Mahomes. We both like Burrow, uh, and generally the hotter quarterbacks, right? It's just that kind of our mindset there. And we've, we've done trade ups and trade downs and things like that. And, um, he was loaded up, had three cases full of cards that I would have been happy to have any one of those cards uh, in my box for for the national. And uh, I picked out a few cards um, that I wa- I knew I wanted to buy, uh, and I was figuring out comps. Uh, and he, you know, what's in the case? What do you got? Anything new? I said, not really, but you want to go through it? Go ahead. Um, and he immediately pulled out my. Uh, my Mahomes, uh, you know, the rookie, the rated rookie, the blue number to 149 that I picked up last month. Uh, you know, he comped it out. He saw what the price that I had on it. And he said, wow, he said, are the comps close to that? Because I really, really like this card. I said, no, I said, I think they're lower. The comps are lower, but, you know, it's it's what I think the car is worth. And... Uh, I knew he wanted the card and he says, wow, he says, uh, I don't know if we're too far apart, you know, and he started looking up comps again and, you know, I kind of let him stew on it for a while. I kind of felt at that moment by looking in his case, he just had, a, you know, he has high end Mahomes. I've seen him with the high end Mahomes cards and he likes to buy the high end Mahomes cards. Uh, this is not a high end, but it was high enough, right? Um, and at his table right now, I'm the only, you know, the, the, it's not busy. So I'm the only, the only person there. It's not like there's a bunch of things going on. Um, so in that moment, right, the the silence wasn't awkward. It was, you know, he was just thinking about, you know, w- what he could do, you know, to get that card. And, and he said, well, I picked up, you know, are you interested in trading? I just picked up all these other cards down here and, we went back and forth and the price just wasn't there, but I just kept letting it go. I just got, I knew he was talking himself into getting this card. So I just let him go, let it go for a while. And then, then he came back and said, where do you really need to be on this card? Cause I'd rather just pay you cash for it than, you know, try to make a trade and stuff. And then that's finally when I said, Oh man, I, I really like these two cards here. And one was the 2017 Don Russ, the Mahomes, the optic pink, PSA 10 and a 2020 Don Russ optic Joe Burrow red stars PSA 10. And I'll hold both these cards up. I'm, I'm sure people have seen them before, but just, you know, just beautiful cards. Here's the Mahomes. Um, here's the Burrow, the red stars. Um, yeah, just two great cards. And, and I know those two cards comps, comp wise, was above my Mahomes cards. I mean, I knew that, but I said, let's get to work. I mean, I like these two cards. You like that, you know, what can we do? And um, we went back and forth. The deal went on. I mean, this deal probably took 30 or 40 minutes to get done. And I knew he was stuck on that. He really wanted to get some cash back. And I know if I was in his position as a dealer, I would have felt a hundred percent the same way that I would have wanted a little cash back. Uh, but then he fired out kind of a big number and I said, Oh, I said, Oh man, we're, we're too far. And, and, you know, and I know it's, it's part of negotiating, right? 
you know, one side throws out a big number, you know, you, you don't really expect to get that, but it's a starting point, you know, and then I, I come in with a, a, a low number. It's my starting point. And, you know, we knew at some point we would meet in the middle. Um, we, we got stuck on that, on that cash for a while. And then the, the cards I originally picked up when I first got there, the, these three cards that I picked up when I initially got there that I planned on buying anyways, I comped them out. I knew kind of where I'd want to be at on them. Uh, and I'll, talk, I'll show you these cards here. Um, so 2020, uh, uh, Don Russ Optic, Joe Burrow, Blue Hyper, PSA 10. The 2020 Panini Prism, Joe Burrow, Disco Prism, PSA 10. And I know, do not laugh at this card. The 2021 Mac Jones Contenders Playoff Ticket Auto, numbered to 49, and it's a BGS 9 with an Auto 10. I know it's a Mac Jones, but it's a beautiful card. And I, I know what this card was selling for last year. Um, and and I, a quick explanation on that card for me. Personally, I feel if he can get into the season and just play somewhat well or the team can play somewhat well, uh, I think the, his prices are so low right now. They've got, you know, such a... a a big cushion, a big, you know, they, they could really go. I don't think they're going to go up a lot, but they have a lot of room to grow. Uh, so I just thought that was a great card and I wanted to, I wanted to grab it. So, you know, as I figured out comps on this, about 80, 84% comps. Um, and I said, look, if you can give me these three at this price, I'll throw $200 on top of the, on top of that other trade. And, We'll get this whole thing done. And then this way he's getting cash for the three cards I'm buying and he's getting another 200 on top of the other one. I don't even think the last thing came out of my mouth. And he said, yes, deal done. Shook my hand. And I knew, I knew it was a sticking point. I knew the cash was a sticking point. Um, and I just felt if I agree, if I agreed to it too soon, then I would have had to given up too much. And, and it may have been a much longer negotiation. Uh, at the end of the day, um, we both got exactly what we wanted. He was so excited, not only to get that Mahomes card because he, he really liked that card, uh, but to sell three other cards, right. And, and to move them. And I know he does really well. He picks these things up. Um, and this is how I know, because whenever I show up and, and I'm, I'm listening to him talk with other people as well. He'll come right up and I'll give you a, for instance, he'll say, oh, the last comp on that was a hundred dollars. I could do probably, you know, 85 on it. So immediately he's coming down. So I know he's had, to, has to have acquired these cards at a decent price in order to move them. So when I hear him talk to other people the same way, I don't feel bad offering up 80 to 85% comps. Right. Because I know that's kind of what he's offering anybody else anyways. And it's where I want to be. I don't need to go in and say, oh, can I get this at 70? Because I don't expect to get it at 70. And I don't think he'll give it to me at 70. Right. But, you know, just just out of respect, I think. Um, and we both got what we wanted. It was just a great deal. I mean, I walked away with from his table with five cards that are going into the, the national only box. Right. Five cards, five really, really nice cards. 
and that's my goal going to these shows is, is, you know, to collect these cards, to get these cards, excuse me for that. Um, so that deal got done. I moved to the next table, the next table right next to his. And there was a guy who was kind of just standing there watching the whole deal. Cause it, again, it wasn't busy. It was early. And I know he sat there and he watched the whole deal, uh, go down. So he had a front row seat to this for, for 30 minutes. Um, so when I walked up to his table, I'm, I'm kind of looking in his, uh, looking in his case and he had, a. I'll hold it up. It's a 2021 Justin Fields Blue Scope PSA 10. All right. So I looked the comp up on the card. He he was asking 150. The comp on the, the card was 150. So he was exactly at comp. And like I do, you know, just to start the negotiating. And I kind of thought it would be funny because he sat there and watched this whole thing go back and forth. You know, I, I think he, I felt, like he felt like we kind of knew each other, even though we didn't, because he felt like he was part of the deal. So I said, Hey, you take a hundred, hundred dollars on the fields. <laughs> and he says, no. And he didn't say anything else. So I waited for him to say something and he said nothing. And then I looked up at him and he looked back at me. He said, I said, no. And I said, no, no, no I heard you. I said, but that's it. No, I can do 125. I can do 130. I need to get 140, or the price is just 150. <laughs> and he said, it's 150. And if I wanted to sell it for 150, I could put it on eBay right now and sell it. Uh, I could tell at this moment I annoyed him and I didn't want to annoy him. Right. So uh, I started a little small talk with him. Uh, and I just said, hey, man. <laughs> just trying to open the negotiation, you know, for the, for, for the card. I said, but you never came back. You never came back and gave me a price. And he shook his head. I said, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I just, you know, I can imagine, you know, you're set up next to this guy. And I pointed to Frank next to this guy all day. It's got to be a rough day. Right. And then he kind of laughed and Frank laughed and we all thought it was funny. I said, no, seriously. I was like, what's the best you can, you know, like I said, if I asked you what was the best you could do on the card, what are you, what are you going to tell me? What's your offer? Right. I, so, I mean, I, I'm a dealer too. I set up on that side and, uh, you know, just kind of broke the ice a little bit. He relaxed a little bit. We started talking, uh, and it turns out, I mean, he owns, he owns an LCS. He owns a store, uh, the Valley Sports Cards and Collectibles in Herkimer, Herkimer, New York. And it turned out on the way down to the show, uh, talking to Jordan, uh, and he talked about going to school in Herkimer. And I'm like, wait a minute, I, nobody's ever even talked about this town. And now all of a sudden, in a matter of a couple hours, there's two people that have mentioned this. Uh, and he's like, Oh, that's your buddy. He goes, yeah, he was already here. We already had this conversation. I go, that's, you know, that's just strange. Right. Uh, but you know, he was a super nice guy. I hung out and talked to him for like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and it was like, we became fast friends, you know, like I know more about him than I know about most people. Right. And it kind of started out a little awkward, but you know, he ironed it out. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was one of those things that, I bring it up and I say it that way because we all know at the card show, if someone rubs us the wrong way, we can take it the wrong way. Or, you know, we never know if someone 
somebody's trying to be funny, if they, you know, whatever. Uh, and in this case, look, I knew I may have been a little wrong. I offered, you know, probably what, 50% comp on a card. Uh, but I was okay. I, we, you know, we worked it out. We talked about it and, uh, yeah, it all worked out in the end. And, uh, yes, I did end up buying that card, uh, through conversation, less the eBay fees, whatever he fees he would have paid on eBay. We reduced that out and that's what I bought the card for. And I'm happy to have that card. Um, when I first walked into this show, um, and I saw, you know, saw what I saw that people were just getting going. I got nervous and I was thinking, well, oh, you know, this may not be as a great day as I was excited for. Uh, and then what happened? I ended up getting great deals at this show. Um, and still the best part of the day was the people I interacted with. Uh, because without them, what the hobby would be just a boring place. Right. Um, and every card, I talk about cards needing stories, right? Every card needs to come to a story. No matter where it starts or where it ends, it's 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 still a story. And and uh, you know, this this Justin Fields now has a story, and it came out to me as a kind of a funny story, but that story turned into a friendship as well. Um, and I talk about the tale of two shows, right? You never know, you never know what to expect at a show. Um, you can think, and I say, you have to know the show and you can think, you know, the show and you're, you never know what to expect. It could be a different time of year. It could be a different season. You don't know what people are going to have in their cases. Um, and I went to two shows, 45 minutes each way, two separate days, totally different shows, but both equally rewarding in different ways. The first one, I picked up a bunch of raw cards. The second one, I picked up a bunch of graded cards that will go in my national box. Um, as sports card therapist says, partic participation is necessary. Uh, and that goes, right, for more than just the cards. Uh, it, it, it's, it's the people that you meet. The deal, I talk about talking to one person in Enfield and them sending me over to somebody else like, hey, go check out this guy's new, go check his stuff out. Uh, and it's go showing up at a, at a show like Mount Kisco where I probably knew, you know, eight or nine of the dealers there. Um, and it's just getting out and finding these deals because they're out there just waiting. <laughs> Um, next Saturday, uh, Jordan invited me to set up with him at his table at the flipping show in Massachusetts. Uh, so I will be there on Saturday. So as of now, that's where you will get to see me next. That's the show I'll be doing next. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I've never done that show. Here's another new show for me, um, to set up at. And, and hopefully at the end of this show, I'll know this show as well. Uh, on Thursday, another collaboration uh, with Sports Card Therapist. You don't want to miss that. And uh, that's it for today. That's all I got for you. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you. <laughs>